It's Sunday, February the 5th, 2023. You're listening to Wes and Shelley Share, coming to you from Matthews, North Carolina. Good evening, Shelley. Hey, honey, how are you? Well, we probably should have started this a little bit earlier, but... I know, because I am tired and almost ready for bed. Yes. Well, we're going to title this episode, Good Night Moon. Oh, well, then it's good. It's good that it's almost my bedtime. I guess so. Actually, there's been a beautiful full moon. I don't know if you've been out to see that. What are we going to talk about in this episode? Well, um, I had a lot of fun um, researching my Wonderlink this week. Um, One of my favorite things to do on Fridays is every um, Friday with my students, we have um, Space Fridays. It's my favorite day of the week. So for morning meeting, I like to give them um, Wonderlinks, and we talk about the NASA astronauts. And so anyway, I was thinking the other day. This is the preview of what all the topics are for the show. Oh, I'm only giving a preview? Yeah, you're kind of jumping right into it. Oh, Sorry. So it's all right. We're going to talk about Tom Washburn, who's an astronaut from North Carolina, and Shelley's Wonderlinks and space, because she's very excited. I am very excited. And there's a link to Goodnight Moon, so we're going to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about My World, which we don't have these books. Well, we have them. We just don't know where they are. By Margaret Weiss Brown. Yeah. And the mystery of... The woman covered in oatmeal at the end of the book. I, don't think, I think that's kind of stupid, but that's okay. Well, it's weird. It's a mystery that we never solved. <laughs> okay. And then we're going to talk about our weekend adventure to Cast Iron Waffles and the New York Butcher Shop in Indian Land. And then we have our, our Wonderlink and our Wonderlink, which is going to be and, and Springs Close Greenway, which maybe we'll talk about too. But No, we definitely have to talk about that. Okay. All right, so, Shelly, tell us about Space Friday in your classroom. All right, Space Friday. So, anyway, we have Space Friday, and we always, um, we're learning about um, space and our Artemis mission. And so I was wondering the other day um, if there were, you know, what astronauts are from North Carolina, because I used to know, you know, Oklahoma astronauts, but now I need to know um, North Carolina astronauts. So, anyway, I was looking it up, and what? Um, Tom Marshburn, so is actually from, and I got to know Tom Marshburn because he was on the same mission. I think it was Dragon Crew 4. I should probably check that on. But um, anyway, with Kayla Barron and Rasha Shari, and it was uh, uh, the crew that my students um, a couple years ago, um, we actually saw you know, take off and, and get to the space station and watch them get on. Anyway, we kind of... Watch a lot of videos about yeah, them did. and learn they their background. so fun. Dr. So Shari's cool. from the Air Force Academy. Mm-hmm. Kayla Barron was a nuclear naval sub. nuclear submariner. Yeah. So anyway, they're just really awesome. So anyway, Tom Marshburn was on that mission with them. Um, he's a senior astronaut. He had actually been with Chris Hatfield mm-hmm. in a previous mission. Yeah, in fact, he uh, flew on the shuttle missions. He flew... On the Soyuz missions, um, he was on one of the missions with Chris Hatfield. Um, that's Who, when you don't we, know him, is like one of the most amazing astronauts ever. He's a he's Canadian from astronaut. Canada. He's just yeah. fantastic. And he has a master class mm-hmm. um, that our friend Eric Langhorst has actually taken yeah. about being an astronaut. We haven't taken that, but it's yeah, pretty cool. he's really awesome. Pretty talented. Um, did a music video from space. That's in right. The cupola. It was awesome. Um, so anyway... Um, so Tom Marshburn's been around, and he is from North Carolina, and um, it's really exciting because he went to Davidson College, 
Um, he decided he wanted to be an astronaut in high school, um, but then once he um, got into high school, and then he decided, well, he wanted, um, he went to college, majored in physics, but during college, he decided he wanted to go to medical school, so he ended up going to medical school. He also went to Wake Forest for one of his medicals. And Which, became, incidentally, is going to be my North Carolina school because the initials are WF. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, and then he became an emergency room doctor. And then, um, as he was a doctor, um, he heard that NASA was looking for flight surgeons. And so he applied and became some of the first, um, NASA flight surgeons. He was a flight surgeon for NASA for a few years and then decided he wanted to be an astronaut. So it kind of all came full circle. So he is an experienced um, astronaut. He's done several EVAs, which is extravehicular. It's when they go outside of the activity, ISS. Activity. Yeah. And um, so it was really awesome to learn about him. And um, so in the course of this, this is kind of what I do. I kind of go down these little rabbit holes. But... He read a book for um, while he was on the International Space Station, Good Night Moon. It was for Good Night Moon's 75th anniversary. By and Margaret so, Wise Brown, mm-hmm. one of our most yep. beloved yep. children's picture books. Yep. So anyway, it was really awesome not only to investigate um, Tom Marshburn, who is a um, NASA astronaut, but also to get into um, Good Night Moon, which is a book that we, of course, loved to read to our children. Um, and we had all the little funny things like, oh, don't touch it, it's hot. Because it had the little fireplace and that was fun. And we looked for the wee wee mouse. And um, anyway, it was just one of those books that, again, was a was a, um, a family favorite. And, and one of the things that I'd like to do, we gotta, we'll gotta we have to dig in our garage, not that we have that many boxes still to unpack, but there's a few. But I think it would be really neat to read these books, maybe each of us. And I don't know if YouTube would take that down or not as far as copyright. I just saw I don't know. I somebody don't somebody has a, a complete reading of of Goodnight Moon and it's got like almost half a million views and anyway, it's up. I I don't know, but it would be that'd be kind of cool to have oh, those I think it would be awesome. We could, you know, our grandchildren or mm-hmm. great-grandchildren maybe, yeah. you know, hey, if you wanted to hear here, well, great grandmother Shelley read Good Night Moon, and that's kind of some of the feedback we got, even from our own children, that they really enjoyed hearing the last our first podcast because it was like Sarah said, "Oh, it's like I was in the room with you," you know. So I think it's just a really neat connection that we're building with this. So well, one of the things you never know what kind of connections that you're going to build, yeah. and we've we've both experienced really really positive connections, even transformative connections because of sharing and generous sharing. And so um, part of, I think, what we want to encourage others to do is to is to find ways to share and to not just be fearful of sharing. There are things can be perilous, you know, especially if you want to talk about hot button cultural issues or, you know, certain things. But um, and we may actually talk about some of those in the course of this of this podcast, but not tonight. Um, but it's definitely, um, it can be wonderful to share, to share a passion, to share an interest. Um, you know, people get to, people get to know you, but then you also make connections and sometimes those connections lead places. You know, sometimes it's just, it's a deepened friendship, but other times it's, it's ideas. So, um, I remember, uh, 
Well, okay, not only Goodnight Moon, but Goodnight iPad. I don't really remember that. Well, here's what I remember about that. That came out right about the time when I was went up to Maine, and I bought a copy of that um, in uh, Jody's uh, family oh, toy store, store. Yeah. yeah, in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Yeah, and so um, talking about you know connections to to Bob Sprankle, and that all came through podcasting and his New York Times article in two thousand five, and. You know, David Warlick, who I was reading, I saw him at NCCE, no, NECC, before it was ISTE. And he's from Raleigh, North Carolina. In fact, that's a connection oh, wow. that we should one. make. Yeah, yeah. no, he, he's in North Carolina. I think he went up to Philadelphia. They had the Educon conference this weekend. And I saw Sylvia Martinez and, mm-hmm. and other people posting about that. But anyway, um, yeah, so they, they've made you know, different remixes of, of different books. And, and so this was Goodnight iPad, which is sort of a, it's not anti-screen time, but it definitely is a, you know, put away the iPad. and But it's like, it, it sort of brings it up to modern day with, you know, game systems and, and everything. So we'll, we'll link to those. And hopefully we can find these books and then we can go ahead and read them. And then we'll, uh, we'll try to put those on YouTube and, and link those as well. Because I think that's, it really, why why do you think reading picture books to children is important, Shelley? Oh, I just think it's, I mean, it's important to read aloud to children of whatever ages. I mean, um, and I do think it's, well, from a teacher standpoint, it builds fluency. It, it builds vocabulary. It builds, um, you know, just um, voice you know, inflection and... I think it's um, also just, we know that reading prepares you for sleep, mm -hmm. but I think there's something about that shared experience and the repetition of it too, right? That year that I um, taught, what was it, kindergarten or pre-K Sunday school for you? Mm -hmm. It was kindergarten, I think, or four-year-olds. Was it four-year-olds? I don't. Well, was it Tashana? Yeah, was in there, Mm -hmm. and I like maybe the first time I read the Three Little Pigs, and like from then on, every Sunday, the kids wanted me to read the Three Little Pigs. Now, hopefully, we got some Sunday school lessons. Well, and sometimes that's because you use funny voices. I mean, we love to use the funny voices and. Um, I still read aloud to my fifth graders. Do you? Um, yep. You're reading, so you're this reading year we've the read, Robot, Wild uh-huh, Robot. Wild Robot. And right now we're on Wild Robot Escapes. And but you said actually, it was kind of sad. I did. I cried. Just, you know, it was, it was hard. Because Roz got captured? Yes, she did. Um, she's on her way She's home. an AI robot. It's really a pretty amazing. I, it's an incredible story. I read, I read a lot of it to my mm-hmm. sixth, yeah, my sixth graders last year. Didn't end up finishing it. I, I they enjoyed it, but oh, they kind of tolerated it. I don't know. I think I think kids do enjoy it. It, mm-hmm. it just it, it all depends. You do such a great job with classroom culture, and I think that reading and having that kind of a routine yeah. and the things and connections. Why does space and learning about space take you to such a happy place? Oh, you had a you really had that does. experience this week, didn't I you? I do. Um, I think it's something I've always been fascinated with. Um, you know, back to, you know, when I would watch Star Trek, 
So I feel like we talk about this a lot, but we started the uh, really series does. Picard on we Paramount did. Plus. I was really excited up. to start that. Now, oh man, they look so old. But they are old. Um, We're old. And We're we all old. getting old. So, but I just I love space and I love learning about. I think because right now there's so many new things happening in space, and it's just so cool. And I think NASA really does a good job of making um, space accessible. Um, to all ages, to all people. I think it's a really good opportunity. You know, they're always talking about the, um, it's not just the United States, you know, it's international partnerships. Um, and it, so I think, again, I think it's trying to bring the world together um, on some common ground. Um, so it's, I think it's just really exciting. Yeah. Um, and, and a lot of the, I mean, science fiction anticipates the future Mm -hmm. and many things that science fiction has anticipated have have come to pass um not really replicators quite yet for earl gray hot but a lot of things and even now as we contemplate the metaverse and and ai and generative ai yeah man so much with that (laughs) this is kind of wild there is and we i think i gave this as a as a link on the the Ed Tech Situation Room uh, by Wednesday Night Show with Jason. Did, were you, um, oh gosh, am I going to, it's not Friends. Um, uh, I almost blew it. You know, when you're trying to tell a joke and you just totally uh, forget your punchline. Kramer, who are these people? Um, oh gosh, they had to help me with the names and I don't know if you're going to be able to get it. It's a sitcom that ran for... Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Jerry Seinfeld. Were you ever a Seinfeld fan? No, I was never a Seinfeld I'm so proud of myself that I can remember it. So they've used AI to analyze every episode of Seinfeld. And so there's a website that's streaming 24-7 Seinfeld, but it's an 8-bit video that looks like an Atari video game. And it's new. It's, it's not anything that's ever been done before it's been created but it's kind of a vision of the future like a holodeck Mm. it's 8-bit right now which means it's really low quality but anyway you know that's i you love the holodeck of star trek oh absolutely and i think that we are rapidly moving to a place where virtual reality is going to be like that as far as not just things that and it's not just going to be things that somebody has built and coded but that the computers and the ai Systems are themselves going to be, you know, taking suggestions, you know, taking your input and suggestions and and creating things. So, all right. Well, anything else we want to say about Astronaut Tom Washburn? Oh, tell about your plans. Aren't you you're supposed to be hooked up maybe for an upcoming live connection through South Africa or something? Is that going to happen for the astronauts? Thing? I hope so. Tell, yeah, sure about that. So, real well, quick. we don't really have any set plans yet, but. Um, I love, you know, building my community on Facebook and I have a lot of teacher educator friends that I love to connect with. And so um, a lot of times when I post about Space Friday and some of the things that my students are doing, I've made some great connections. But um, there is an educator in South Africa that has a um, astronaut talk with Nicole Stott who is another amazing astronaut. She is an artist and she's done a lot of work with the um, space suits, art suits. And she has like, she makes them in works of art so that they are represented from every, uh, from a child from every country in the world. And um, 
So anyway, I think that's really awesome. Um, but so they, and he invited me to be on that talk and all that call with them. So that's really awesome. And then I'm, you know, connected. That's when I found out about Goodnight Oppie from another um, educator that I've connected with. Which, on, by the way, a little connection there. Aww, yeah. One of my sixth graders uh, coded his scratch maze inspired by Goodnight Oppie and made his own sprite of the rover Oppie. And I had shared that with my other class, but then also with Shelley's. And then your fifth so graders. My students played, played the maze and yes. made that connection. And it is. And that's what's really cool when we were doing similar things. Um, Do you know what? Because we were just saying your kids don't have the Scratch account logins mm -mm. to be able to leave comments. Do you think your kids could make a video for him or I Leo? Know. I don't know. I don't know. See if somebody who played it would be willing to give him some feedback. I mean, one of the things huh, that just doesn't happen that often is we don't end up connecting classrooms of kids to each other. I mean, that I remember in the early days of the Internet, I'm trying to think of who it was at University of Texas that was all into this and telecomputing projects. But, you know, we just don't do that very much. So anyway, I, I love kids having an authentic audience for their creations and it was just that was a neat share because you learned about goodnight oppie the documentary on amazon prime through facebook shared it with me i've shared it with my students it inspired one of my sixth graders to create this scratch maze then that got shared back with your kids they played it last week i don't know that's hey wes and shelly share it is okay well it's halftime actually and uh we've got to listen to our ad and then when we come back we're going to talk about our Wanderlink or Wanderlink stuff. Wandering. This episode of Wes and Shelley Shares is brought to you by Cook with Wes. Cook with Wes is my, Wes Fryer's, personal passion project, sharing lots of food photos, a few recipe videos, lots of barbecue and smoked meat adventures, and many other recipes from my indoor and outdoor kitchens. You can find all our family recipes on food.westfryer.com and follow Cook with Wes on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, and Twitter. If you're on Mastodon, and really, why not, since Twitter has become a bit of a dumpster fire, you can search for the hashtag CookWithWes to find my latest food shares there. Well, I did start a separate YouTube channel for Cook with Wes, but I've continued to post most of my cooking videos on YouTube on my main channel. You can access the complete playlist at wfryer.me slash cook. Thanks for tuning in to Wes and Shelley Shares. I hope to see you on social media on one of the channels for Cook with Wes. All right, we're back from halftime. What weekend adventure did we go on this weekend, Shelley? Well, we... Um... We got kind of a late start. We didn't get our early morning breakfast, but um, I think I wasn't ready for some coffee. So we were looking for some fun coffee places, and we found a coffee and waffle place. So there are three locations. I think we ended up in the one in Indian Trail. Is that right? Well, it was technically in Charlotte. We kind of went through Weddington and Marvin yeah. and like South, South Charlotte, but it's called cast iron waffles it was a really small place yeah but it was really neat it was just a pop-in wasn't exactly on our um Dieting healthy plan. eating program but um, has needed but it some, was a treat yeah some some uplift at this time yeah well it's not a very good uplift actually um 
Sometimes I don't feel great after consuming a lot of sugar. Something off plan, yeah. Yeah, so. Right. I, I mean, it was, it's, it's one of those choices that's really good in the moment, and then you're like, why did I do that? But the coffee was great, and the adventure was fun, and so. Mm-hmm. And I was having a, a conversation with uh, some of the IT staff at our school who are into, like, barbecue and smoking, and they had told me about a couple butcher shops I, I hadn't found a butcher shop. I used to love, what was the name of that one that we found? Firebirds. Firebirds in Oklahoma City. But uh, it's in Northwest Oklahoma City, like on council or something. Um, but this one is called New York Butcher Shop. It's in, it's in Indian land. Um, it's actually, was it over in South Carolina? I don't know. I get it's really so close. Confused. I think it is. Yeah. I think it's over the border. Um, Fort Mills down there. And anyway, this is part of what we're exploring. But um, we bought some short ribs there and then i smoked those and you know it's uh hey the the briskets were like over 110 bucks that was a little bit pricey butcher shops we didn't buy one of those right no we did not okay butcher shops are always pricier but you know maybe your meat quality is better um i don't know but we got some little other treats that we had so and they got some dog treats didn't we nope no i don't think we got dog treats okay Okay, so we wandered around there, but hey, let's talk about, and this is actually not far from there, Anne Springs Close Greenway. Oh, wow. That is an amazing place. Yes. My my principal, the director for our middle school, Lee Tappy, had told me about it. And this, again, came from sharing, right? Because we share pictures of adventures many times. We didn't really, well, I think we took a picture by the coffee sign today, but or this weekend. But, um... We have this place called, and I'm looking at a picture now on our TV, uh, Stevens Creek, which is across 485, um, what, just kind of down Lawyers Road and Thompson Road. Anyway, it's like basically five minutes from our house, but I had shared that and how we're enjoying hiking, and then that's when my principal, Lee, had shared about um, Ann, Close, Ann Springs Close Greenway, which we've only started to explore. It costs, I think what, $12 a month or something like that, $10 a month. And that's, a, if you go twice, that's, you're, you've paid for your entry. It's kind of a, it's, it's not a month, is it? I think it is. Yeah, I think we pay each month for it. But if we go, maybe if we even go one time, it's like, because it's not super expensive, but it's like 32 acres of property um we've gone twice we went and had a picnic the last time yeah and they have a they have a dog park but we have to get registered we got to get registered for that and they have horse trails and you can Mm -hmm. do fishing and it's just a huge wildlife area but the trails and there's bike trails too but Uh but not not all trails are available for everything so some of them are just hiking we've hiked around Hagler lake well the first time we did all the way around it the next time we just did part way and took lots of pictures but um it's going to be wonderful to see it in the seasons yeah, we've so, just been there in the winter. Yeah, it was colder this weekend, actually, which is part of the reason we didn't hike. Um, but, I mean, compared to the rest of the country, do you know, Simon said it got down to negative, like, 19 Ugh, or something like that yeah, this weekend crazy. in New Hampshire. And, um, uh, you know, Kansas, uh, Oklahoma, Texas, ice storms, you know, bitter cold. I think it's warmed up a little bit though oh no it has Dad. okay but isn't it crazy like on our way to church i see some of our trees our flowering trees already flowering i'm like what it's like 
you know, not even the middle of February and the daffodils are, and then the, I saw some, you know, redbud trees and other trees. Yeah. So it feels like spring here already. I'm hoping to be able to get back on the trails this weekend. It's been raining. It's been unseasonably wet muddy. here. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, things need to dry out a little bit, but, um. You know, that's part of the reason we moved here was because Absolutely. of the adventure and the possibility of of being able to, you know, go hiking. And today we um, had a wonderful lunch with a couple, Jim and Lisa, who were in our in our church. And actually, again, Shelly connected on Facebook mm-hmm. and said, didn't Jim say, hey, why don't we go out to lunch? And we found out they have a, a, a house um, on the coast and near what Oak Island mm-hmm. and so we got to we learned a lot of things but one of the things we learned about was you know different areas on the the coast we haven't had a coast adventure yet in North Carolina and we're about six hours away from the Outer Banks so that's a long drive but um, if we go south of Wilmington um, we're more like three hours away and so Anyway, that's something that we're thinking about. That'll be a weekend adventure, I think. Yeah, we'll it's have to it's see. an awfully long drive. Spring, spring break. <laughs> well, we did that the other weekend. We went to Moonshine Creek, actually. Yeah. Was it three hours, really? Yeah. It oh, was. wow. It was a lot of... I also want to go to Charleston, though. Yeah, we do. Yeah. But that's also... I mean, that's just a little bit further south of where we're talking about. So, all right. Well, um, I mean, we could end early, I guess. We didn't quite have a 15-minute uh, episode here. Is there anything else... We wanted to talk about as far as, um, I guess, our wanderlings. Do you want to talk more any more about Ann Springs, Close Greenway? Talk about, all right, I want to ask you about outdoor education. No, that's no, not, a, that's that's not a good face. What do you want to talk about? We just didn't plan it, so I, I don't know, know what I'm going to say. We waited so late. Um, it's 10 o'clock. I know. <laughs> we got to do this earlier. Um, you and I have both done some outdoor education Things I know that you, when you were at Bozeman Elementary mm-hmm. in Lubbock, you all had a trip that you all would plan and save up for, and the kids would be excited for, and it was to go actually to Oklahoma mm-hmm. uh, to Camp Goddard. And that was not the camp I think we took our kids at Cassidy to. I'm trying to think of. Yes, I think you did. Did we go to Goddard? Yeah, one time you went. Maybe to we did. Yeah, because why? But then you. Right. This last time you did go to. Camp yeah, Goddard. Camp Classen is where Alexander mm-hmm. got to go with right. his sixth grade team. I don't think Sarah got to go. Did she? I don't remember. I don't think so. Uh-uh. I think, I think Alexander was the last time. one. Yeah. And maybe we did. Maybe we did go to mm-hmm. Goddard. Yeah. So what? What do you remember about that? And was that your first outdoor education experience? Well, not formally. I mean, it may be with a classroom at school. I was a um, camp counselor, campfire um, at one summer, um, and did a lot of outdoor education with that. Um, what did you do at Montreat for? Was it mainly like a cabin counselor? For, no, it's not even a cabin. I mean, that's just a youth camp. Yeah. So I wouldn't have put it in the same category as, you know, not like I did with campfire. Yeah. You know, I mean, that was all summer. And man, people would send, I think I, when you're like kindergarten boys, kindergarten and first grade boys, whose parents sent them away for, you know, a month at a time to go to a summer camp. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I thought that was excessive a little bit. Um, 
But no, I love outdoor education and, you know, canoeing and hiking and building fires and, um, you know, just all of the outdoor zip lines. Mm-hmm. So rock climbing. Yeah. Uh, we did all of that. It was, it was fantastic. And I love camp because you sing camp songs and you had campfires and, you know, they had each night we would gather and, you know, it was just, um, I used to know all kinds of great camp songs. I don't think I know any of them anymore. I never finished Girl Scouts. I probably should have finished Girl Scouts, but um, but I did enjoy my time um, working at the campfire camp. Camp, well, and camp Monokewa. No. Yeah, was that it. what it was? Well, we got to go to Camp Weaver, uh, which is in Greensboro, North Carolina, with our seventh graders. Sixth graders got to go, too. And we went... Um, well, it says three months ago because I made a couple couple videos. Um, and it was like archery and canoeing and low too. ropes and high ropes and rock climbing. And, um, you know, and it was it was interesting because, you know, hey, COVID's affected everybody as far as jobs and employment and stuff like that. And I think some of the employees there were relatively new hires. Um, and so, you know, it's... It's a gift, I think, to be able to not only work with kids, but be able to, you know, make camp fun and, and have songs and, you know, just be able to have good rapport and and management skills, you know, with well, large groups. It was really awesome when, when, like you were saying, it it was not at Bozeman, it was at Guadalupe. No, is that right? No, you were at no, Bozeman was when at you Bozeman. did Goddard, yeah. Oh, so confused. It was a long time ago. Um, but you know, some of our students, we would take fifth and sixth graders, um, and, um, and they were from a low socioeconomic and a lot of our students had never been outside of their neighborhoods. And here we were driving six hours yep. into Oklahoma, yep. um, staying in a cabin. And the and, first night doing oh, the did. stories about the snakes yeah. and telling them about all the creepy crawlies. Hey, you don't want to get out of your cabin. Don't want to get out of your cabin at night because who knows yeah. what you might meet. But it was, it was a really awesome opportunity, um, for our students to, um, I know we've talked about this before, but you know, um, not to become nature deficit. You know, I think nature deficit disorder <clears throat> is what yeah. that is for Richard. I Louvre. think it's really important for kids to get outside and play and yes. hike and be. Ex- I mean, there's just there's a lot of things that um, can be. Well, we need it. You know, we, we it, are absolutely. very screen oriented. We are both, you know, teachers, and we're at schools where you know Shelly's kids all have Chromebooks. My kids all have iPads. You know, there's a tendency to to do a lot of stuff with screens, which can be great. But at the same time, you know, mm-hmm. it's wonderful to to be outside. And I wish in the in the fall when we were doing like our oral history unit, you know, we went outside to interview each other mm-hmm. and to do those kind of things. And as it warms up, I need to I need to remember that and see if I can you know get my kids outside to do some things. So. All right. All this right. This has been fun. And I think Shelly's ready for bed. I am. I'm All right. Ready for bed. So what's your what's your Wanderlink? No, your Wonderlink. Well, my Wonderlink was um astronaut Tom Marshborn who is reading um Goodnight Moon from the International Space Station. So, um and I think that was recorded by Crayola Crayon and they were um like the sponsor of so, Berber. Yeah, they were the sponsor for that. And then if you can find the full-length video, I've actually found the full-length video on, um, I don't remember if it was Twitter or Facebook, 
but there is a shorter video on YouTube, so you can find that. And then the Wander Link is Ann Springs Close Greenway, so if you live anywhere around Charlotte or Fort Mill or anywhere in this area, it's just really neat. You don't have to be a member. Uh, you can just go, but uh, it's really well-maintained and lots and lots of trails, and like we said, you can... Um, I don't, the dog park is not like a walk-up thing, and I think we have to pay extra to do that. Yeah. We haven't done the dog park. We have park. to get them registered. But what's going to be so wonderful about that is, you know, like dog parks that we've been around here are just a little bit more like mowed grass and stuff like that, and of course mud uh, now. <laughs> but there's a lot of trees and areas for them to explore, and I think they're just going to have, have an awesome time. So, all right. Well, if you'd like to connect with us, uh, you can go to shellyfryer.com slash podcast, in fact, I'm going to ask Rachel to see if, if she... Well, maybe I should ask all our kids, because I know Sarah's listening too, um, to record, and we can rotate. Ra- Rachel had recorded an outro for me that I used on my podcast for a long, long time. So, anyway. Sweet baby Rachel. It is. It is. So, um, anyway, we'll uh, we'll include that. But uh, ShellyFryer.com slash podcast, and... We are now on Apple Podcasts and I think Stitcher and on um, Pocket Casts and hopefully after this week we'll be on I'm going to be in Spotify. Google. Oh, we are. We're on Spotify. Okay. Yep. So hopefully, um, pretty and the only one I think we're not, we weren't on yet because I used the ampersand in, my, in our name and you can't use a special character and whatever was in Google Podcasts. But hopefully after this, I've got that fixed and we'll be in Google Podcasts too. So... Hopefully anywhere that you find your podcast, you'll be able to find us. We are a Sunday night show, shooting for a 30-minute show, and we wish you well. We'll see you next week. That's right. Stay curious and keep sharing. Wes and Shelley Share is a weekly podcast recorded and published on Sundays by Wesley and Shelley Fryer of Matthews, North Carolina. Learn more and find links to connect on social media to Wes and Shelley by visiting shellyfryer.com slash podcast. Content on this podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Only 3.0 license. The Wes and Shelley Share podcast is recorded and published with Anchor and distributed on all major podcast channels, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and more. Please share our show on social media and tell others about us. Let us know on Facebook or via other means what you like about the show, that you're listening, and if you have any suggestions for future episodes. Stay curious, go outside, and keep exploring.